Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. It's 106 in Edmonton, hour number two of Oilers Now. In this hour, uh, we will get to some comments from the head coach of the Pittsburgh Penguins, Mike Sullivan. And... The head coach of the Edmonton Oilers, Todd McClellan, I do believe. Um, second hour of Oilers now is brought to you by Digitex. Trusted by 630 Chad, visit their new e-commerce site and order supplies, printers, and more at digitex.ca. That's right, Digitex. We're going to open up the River Cree Resort Casino hotline as we go fully interactive at 780-496-0063. And you can text us at 630-630 on our Heartland Ford text line. Just 20 minutes from downtown Edmonton, Heartland Ford in Fort Saskatchewan. Brendan uh, is available via Twitter at Brendan Escott. You can reach me, Bob underscore Stoffer. Reach the show at Oilers Now. And I'm going to tell you that guests on the show receive gift cards to Japanese Village. Steak and seafood cooked right at your table. Japanese Village, Edmonton South, downtown, north side, and short part. I ha- I'm going to be interested to see what people think. And, look, you can jump in at any time and discuss where we're at right now with the Oilers. I mean, the team's got 13 goals for 19 against. Three empty netters, mind you. They're 3-3. Three and three. That should be ma- They've played five of their six uh, games against... Uh, because they've played Boston twice. I think an argument can be made for probably the 10 best teams in the league right now. But there is something I'd like to discuss with you and get a theory on. And I'd like to maybe do a little bit of an informal poll. P.K. Subban, following the game, you know he has his little shtick where he does the little fist pump and all that kind of stuff, and he's quite animated and... How many of you are from the school when you score a touchdown in football or a goal in hockey, you act like you've been there before? And conversely, how many of you have absolutely no problem with choreographed touchdown dances by wide receivers or defensive backs on a pick six or something like that that's now allowed in the NFL and certainly allowed in the CFL? 
Because I, I, I can tell you, growing up as a kid, if you hot dog playing hockey, usually you got the snot nicked out, uh, knocked out of you. Now, not as much of that existing today as in the past. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. I have a feeling, Brendan, where we might have a little bit of a generation gap here. So uh, you're a twenty something, mid twenties, right? Correct. Yeah. All right. Tell me your. It's, what, okay. So. This is kind of polarizing for me because I don't mind what Subban did because Subban, that's his character, right? He's just kind of this lovable goofball guy. You know, he's a Canadian boy. So he goes out there and he, he's a he's a fan favorite. I don't mind that. If Brad Marchand were to do the same thing, I'd send somebody after him the next game because that's just showing up a team. So I don't know. In my head somewhere, I guess it's a circumstantial thing. See, I think Subban, I think Subban is a little bit self-indulgent. I like Subban more than I like Marchand as well. It's pretty obvious who the NHL powers like more because mm-hmm. Subban is not always on the A-list, right, when it comes to... Remember, Dan Hamhuis played on the 2014 Olympic team ahead of P.K. Subban, right? Um, but I, I do think P.K.'s self-indulgent, but I think Nashville's got so much strength. In the, like, they're, they're, the, they're the Stanley Cup champ in waiting. Right? Let's face it. Now that Washington's won, they're, they're the best team that hasn't won it. Again, we discussed this during our broadcast the other night. Um, but sometimes some of the stuff P.K. does just makes me shake my head. Like, why do you do that? The, and the NFL's opened the game right for for a while. There it was the no fun league, and you weren't allowed to to do, you know to hot dog in the National Football League. CFL, you got. I think it's almost over the top at times. But does this just make me sound like a fastidious old fuddy duddy? All right, so act like you've been there before. I guess that's where I'm coming from. No wrong answers on this. I'd like to sort of gauge what people think. Let's go to Doug on line number two. Doug, you're in Oilers now. How are you doing? Good, Bob. Listen, right off the popper, I know you're going to disagree with me. I know where your loyalties lie. Uh, proposed trade. This is all contingent upon everybody agreeing with no trade contracts, which is hard. I get it. This is what I'm looking at. I think the owners really, really, really have to look at the core, and I think we're going to have to make a change. But this is what I'm throwing at you. You're going to trade Drysaddle, aren't you, Doug? Yep. Yep. Drysaddle, Lucic, Puliarvi, and or, or Yakamoto, sorry. I'm looking at dollars and cents, just not the trade. But I'm looking at dollars and cents plus the hockey side of the trade. Going to Ottawa, I'm taking back Stone, Duchesne, Shabot, and I want another one of their forwards. I'm not quite too sure yet. But... All right, so Drysaddle's $8.5 million. Yep. Lucic is 6 He'd have to approve the trade to Ottawa. Not a yep. chance he does that. Okay. Okay. Uh, Yarby would be 3.4, full rookie bonus. Yamamoto, oh, I think he's 1.2, full rookie. And you want back Stone, who's an unrestricted free agent, who you have to get signed. Yep. Duchesne, who's an unrestricted free agent. What happens if you can't sign both guys? Well, that's what I'm saying. Everything contingent on on it happening. Not a ch- I will say this: Pierre Dorian has always liked Leon Drysaddle. Oh, I know, I know. He's always liked them. Yeah, so I guess not a chance that trade happens. Well, Bob, I guess sometimes you you got to look outside the box, and you you, you got to make things happen because again, I'm looking at dollar for dollar. I think you'll be able to sign to Shane that at a lower. Rate a lower, 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 lower price range. I believe Stone. You'll have to. Pay. I don't think Ottawa is going to be able to sign Duchesne because I think Duchesne wants to win at this stage in his career. 
and Ottawa's in a bit of a rebuild. Uh, I'm saying they won't get Deshane, and I don't think Stone's going to stay either. So they've got two cornerstones. They've got a younger team. Yeah, I don't mind what I see that they have going on there. Yeah, I, I don't. I just don't. You know what? Here's the thing. If I'm Edmonton, I don't trade any of the big nuts. Okay. okay. I don't. I don't trade Clefbaum. I don't trade Larson. I don't trade Nurse. You got Bouchard coming. It's not sexy to the fan base, who's been so incredibly patient. Mm-hmm. But. They've just got to add, and by you know they've they've got to find out if Pulleyarvi's a player, yep, and they've got to get Yamamoto to become a player, and I think yep. that Yamamoto's got a quicker ascension in terms of under, understanding the nuance of the North American game that Pulleyarvi doesn't, and then they don't trade your draft picks, and you don't have to win the cup this year. You got to be competitive and in the mix, and be a you know hopefully in the playoffs. I think that's an absolute given. You got to be in the playoffs, but well, if they're not in the playoffs this year. There's, There's going to be changes. Stuff. We know. We know that. We know that. He's going to be gone, and our coach is going to be gone too. You know that. Uh, yeah. So this is this is where Shirelli's got to make the right type of move, not just to save his job, but for the future of the team too. And I'm sorry to say, we stick with what we so got he, right now, Bob. We're not making the playoffs. We're not. Well, I'd say it's too early to know that because I don't know how good I'm, the Pacific Division is. La- I'm going back to last year's team. This year's team, there's not a lot of based on last year's team. That's you know what they didn't get. I, a lot of difference. Let's let's get through the first sixteen games, Doug. Let's let's do this. Let's get until the middle of November, and uh, we'll have this conversation again. Okay. After the I'm not trading. I'm not trading dry sidle. Thanks, Doug. After the twentieth game, we're out of the playoffs, Bob. <laughs> wow. Okay, Doug. All right. 780-496-0063. Speaking of opening up a Pandora's box, our Heartland Ford text line. So, tell me this. Do you want your players to act like they've been there before? Or do you mind, or do you kind of like a little bit of hot dogging? Uh, and anything else you want to hit on, let's go to K-Jam. K-Jam, how you doing? I'm doing good, Bob. I don't got time to get into the all of the other stuff like, uh, like Doug there, but... Uh... I did want to say that uh, when it comes to, to things like P.K. Subban and, uh, you know, the idea of, of having done it before and, and you know, cel- like celebration in terms of, like, uh, like showing off and yeah. celebration, I think that there's, there's, like, there has to be some common sense in the middle ground here because I think that for the, for the majority of time, for the majority of players that score on a semi-regular basis, you know, if you pot, you know, double digits in a year, you know, I, I think that, that you should probably most of the time, you know, act like you've been there before. If you only score a couple a year and you get a star in a game, you know, maybe maybe you can, you know, if you have the personality for it, to, to, show, to show a little extra there. But, I mean, there's extra and then there's, like, extra. And I, I don't think that what Stuban did the other day was extra. It was a little extra. He had a little flair. That's his personality. I don't think that's a problem. I He's a heck of a defenseman. Don't get me wrong, right? He's a, but Absolutely. he is a little bit self-indulgent. And, For sure. Right? And you know what? When, when Hockey Canada's sitting, and now we're at the stage where I think he'd be on the team no matter what. But, you know, in 2014, I wonder if that self-indulgence worked back against him. Yeah, there, there are lines. And Subban does cross them from time to time. But for the most part, I think that, you know, what he's doing is just within his personality and within the game. 
there, there, are, there are definitely times that he and there are other players across him from time to time. But, you know, I think that it's, it's a healthy mix. For the most part, you should act like you've been there before. Um, but, you know, on occasion, you know, you don't need to go nail Yakupov, but, you know, you can, you can show a little extra. All right. Thanks a lot, KJM. Let's go to – and, yeah, I mean, I, I – thanks, KJM. I remember when Yak scored that goal against L.A., and then they made fun of it. Was that the one that got called back, by the way? Or was that the one that counted? Now I can't even remember. They made fun of it in Los Angeles for the next four years whenever the Oilers were in there. Let's go to uh, Terry. Hey, Terry, how you doing? Uh, hey, Bob. It's uh, English uh, 215, Terry, by the way. Oh, okay. No talk. So, so, uh, so six beers, Terry, then. Yeah, it could be that, too. Yeah, a little yeah. early in the day, but uh, a little later on. Yes. Anyways, I'm from that Gordy Howe school, I thought. I read Mar- Marty Howe's book on his dad here yep. a little while back, and, you know, he had no time for showboats. And to me, the uh, CFL and the NFL, it's all nothing but a bunch of hot dogs, and I've literally given up watching uh, all football. You can't, you know what, in the uh, in NCAA, NCAA college football, you can't, you can't hot dog or it's an automatic flight. And it stems. Yeah, I don't know. They they still have that rule on the books, you know, excessive celebration. Yep. But you know, the media seems to encourage it, and I blame the media as much for falling attendance. You're not going to get this attendance back in Edmonton like they did back in the '80s. I had season tickets for years and years and years when mm-hmm. times were pretty tough here in Edmonton, and I wouldn't give them up. But now, uh, like I've, I've told people, you got you got 200 bucks to give me, I'll go to see a game. Yeah, well, I, well you're talking football uh, with yeah. uh, with yeah. Well, it's a it's a different time. I mean, uh, hey, I, I had season tickets in 1981, 82, 82, 83, and the Eskimos had yeah. like 55,000 fans per game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's different. There's more options. There's more football options. Uh, the younger generation, I would argue, are, are more into college football. I know that I'm completely into it. Um, the NFL on Sunday, you've got you can get access to any game uh, today on your computer. Uh, the Eskimos have got some challenges getting a, a, a full bill. You know, I mean, some would say they've done pretty well to have what they have. Others would say they've got 25,000 empty seats. And, and maybe that's just a byproduct of where the, they still outdraw. Do they not? Is, does Edmonton and Saskatchewan not draw, outdraw everybody else in the CFL? I think they do. Well, it's pretty sad when Toronto, you get a seven or eight million no one cares people there, and all they can put in is no one cares, 15,000 people. No one That's cares sad. in Toronto. That's the way yeah, it works. Sad. All right, Terry, thanks for the call. Hey, man. Good going. Yep. English 215. Wow, it's going back a few years. Uh, let's go to uh, Mark on line number five. Mark, you got yeah. a thought on uh, on hot dogging? Are you old school or new school? I don't really mind some of it. Like uh, PK come out for the one you got the star the other night. Yeah, you had some fun. Okay. Yeah, that was okay. That wasn't really hot dogging, I guess. But that was, but it's kind of his personality, right? Yeah. But uh, a couple of things here. I want to hit an Eskimo. Just a uh, thought there on the Oilers. You guys were talking earlier that the one guy phoned in there if they don't make the playoffs could be a GM and coach move. Yep. The only problem with that, like the catch twenty two with that. Don't set yourself back a year or so. Like a new GM comes in in his first year, he analyzes things. Isn't that what uh, PC did in his first year here? He kind of like watched. Yeah, I mean, he made it. I mean, he made he made the Reinhardt trade pretty quickly, which I'll say yeah. there were some other voices on that yeah, one, yeah, right? Yeah, That's yeah. not, uh, you know, and he traded Taylor Hall at the end of his first oh, year. Don't even bring it up. Okay. Well, yeah. uh, the thing is, those two deals. 
set the Oilers back. They wouldn't be having the issues they do today with secondary scoring, especially Reinhardt. And he made a couple subtle trades that worked. The Cassian yeah. deal he made, I mean, he got rid of Scrivens, and yeah. Cassian was a useful player in the playoff run, and he picked up Maroon, yeah. and Maroon yeah. scored 27 goals for him and, one year. And now we got Maroon for him, basically, or so you know, he yeah, you could, Yeah, you could, and uh, I... You know, with Cooper Marody, I think he's he's got a chance to be a top nine NHL forward. It, it, can he play the game at an NHL level of quickness? We'll see. I guess that's going to be the question yeah. mark. The question, just before I jump in Eskimos, the the thing that might be interesting that I want to watch if Toronto has to move Nylander, I want to see what they get back for Nylander, a la what PC did with Hall. That's okay. Um, the Eskimo thing, I think this goes right to uh, what's his name, Len. Uh, the Len Rhodes. Yeah, it goes right up to him. He started all by letting uh, Ed go. I think Ed always did a pretty good job. Um, Well, you look what he's done in BC, and that's the other thing I want to get to. A lot of his moves that have increased the line this year is all in-season moves. The current GM, which Lodes hired here in Edmonton, he's done basically nothing except for get that kick returner done and... This is a, a home Grey Cup date, which he should have been balls in anything he could do. When Saskatchewan won the home Grey Cup there, what was it, four years ago, they did everything. They were over the cap, as a matter of it's fact. It's kind of like going for the Memorial Cup, right? You trade off all your assets. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, it hasn't. Uh, unfortunately, you know what? I didn't. I'll be honest with you. I thought the Eskimos might be 10, or, 10 and 8 and 11 and 7 at the start of the year. Uh, and they started okay, but when they started uh, dropping games in second halves on the road, oh. I, it, it happened so many times that I wasn't the least bit surprised watching the game. But the other thing I've heard in this week, like uh, I think you even mentioned at the beginning of the show, well, you know, they got a chance if this goes right. This yeah, they got to have a couple it. things. But well, if Winnipeg. If, colored glasses, Bob. If they get in, their record on the road is 2 and 7. If they slip in, nothing will happen. Well, it's been, uh, and they're going to have to reevaluate if they don't get in. And oh, that, I mean, you know, and it, GM, and, all of them. Well, and you know what, you have it, it, it's interesting because they have a board, right? Yep. So the way the boards work, you get a couple business guys, maybe get a doctor, maybe get a lawyer, maybe get an accountant. The accountant becomes the forensic guy to make sure the books. I don't know how many of those guys have an extensive background in football. Well, that's okay? the thing. right? There's like, maybe- like I don't know how many people out there listening to the show played football at any level. Yeah. You know, like a lot of people are saying that maybe when I when I moved into Edmonton in grade ten, I had to make a choice at Harry Ainley between hockey and football. I made the wrong choice. I played hockey. I wasn't near damn good enough. I probably should have played football. I might have had a chance to yeah, play for the Bears. Lineman, right? Well, <laughs> outside linebacker, but I did play in Sherwood Park, uh, Pee Wee football, right? And I, but you either love it or you don't. And so what happens? Here's the thing: we all get it, like. This is one thing I've always admired about uh, Kevin Lowe. People, I know there's a lot of people that don't like hearing about Kevin Lowe, but the fact of the matter is anybody that's sort of dealt with him knows that Kevin Lowe's not one of those guys that says, yeah, but did you play? He's never said that because he knows people in Canadian culture are ingrained in hockey, right? Yeah. We grow up watching it. Everybody's got an opinion of everybody. That's how shows like Oilers now survive for two months. To, you know, year-round, right? Absolutely. We all watch hockey. We all love hockey. The fact is that the same depth of knowledge and intricacies are not there for football that are there for hockey, which makes no. it challenging for guys on a board unless they've you know, unless they've had six or eight or ten years of uh, experience growing up uh, up with it, it's a, it's a tough thing. You know, like I did play by play for football on and off for about 
12 years, okay? And you you're never done learning in hockey, you're never done learning in football, but it's it, it's an, it's it's going to be an interesting challenge for the Eskimos moving forward. My my thing is they they got more money than any other organization. I don't know if they're doing this or not, but they should be spending more money on scouting than any yeah, other organization. You Cuz you're only as good as your worst Canadian in the CFL, yeah, right? That's the way it works. So go get the best Canadians and you and now you have to draft and develop them and back when Hugh was around, yes, you could draft some of them, but they often just outpaid yeah, everybody they else more. Their way out, which was, it was good times back then. Yeah, because he was focused on winning. Hey, Mark, thanks for the call. Yeah, you bet. 125 in Edmonton. Take a quick uh, two-minute break. Not before I tell you, you can book of New West Travel. Oilers fans, join Oilers now on two road trips. Nashville and Vegas to see the Oilers play two of the most exciting arenas in the league. Uh, this Oilers Now package includes airfare, accommodations, great game tickets, a private suite in Vegas, all your transportation, and a welcome reception uh, with myself and special guests. You never know who's going to show up. We've had some Great guests over the year. Uh, it's got parking at uh, Value Park at the Edmonton International Airport. Limited space to get on these roadies to see Nashville and Vegas. For the orders now, road trips, call the travel experts at 780-432-7446 or online at newestravel.com. We'll keep going with the calls. i got lots of texts. This is Orders Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Ched. Three, uh, two bits of information for you. Uh... <laughs> I remember being at a uh, Edmonton Oilers game in the World Hockey Association. Frank Bovlich was playing for the Toronto Toros, and this guy yelled out, big baritone voice, Hey, Bovlich, you playing for your two bits? Uh, I was sad. He ended up becoming a senator and doing pretty good. You can uh, text us at 630-630 on our Heartland 4 text line, but uh, a couple uh, news and notes. One from the Western Hockey League, the Kelowna Rockets. Jason Smith, former Oiler, has been relieved of his duties as a head coach. Wow. That according to a tweet from Regan Bartell, play-by-play voice of the Rockets, and there's been a big trade made in the National Football League. It involves a former member of the Alabama Crimson Tide. The Oakland Raiders have traded Armani Cooper to the Dallas Cowboys for a first-round draft choice. Did they not just trade Khalil Mack to the Bears as well? Yeah, they did. What did uh, they for, get from... For, did they get a number one for Mack, too? They got two number ones for Mack and a third-rounder in 2020 as well. How long's John Gruden's contract for? Too long. He's getting rid oh, of all Oh, my hey? goodness. You can see what's going He's empire building. That's what's going on there. Yep. All right. Uh, we're going to keep going with the calls and texts. I want to know your thoughts and whether or not uh, you have issues with guys hot-dogging this after uh, P.K. Subban being quite animated after the Preds' victory. Hey, lots of guys like going against McDavid. Understand that. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, who's not as happy these days because the BYU Cougars have hit the skids a bit here of late. This is Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.